Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this week's episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 22nd to the 28th of November 2021. Monday the 22nd of November. Magpie rattle. Black and white smart dress feathers with sheens of blue velvet. Graceful in flight, juxtaposed by its harsh laugh. It is cold and bitter, a blue morning. A wren swoops out low from lavender, skimming the lawn and takes refuge in the hedge. The thick mat of moss on one of the large stones in the coal scuttle has cleaved in two. A gorge, revealing packed roots interwoven within. Sounds ring out seemingly louder in the cold air. Low winter sun glares dangerously off slick roads and shines on tips of ploughed peaks of field. Despite the cold and time of year, tomatoes and a last cucumber still ripen in the greenhouse. The shriveled bodies of chilies that didn't quite get there are droplets of colour hanging like festival lights, orange and red. The large cherry tree is completely bare now. New life set ready to overwinter in tight brown pointed parcels. Winter jasmine brings welcome colour with bright yellow stars on stiff green stems. There are very small and gentle sounds of leaves being rocked by a light breeze. Chickens bock and croon and small birds chatter from within warm closeted hedges and canopies. Tuesday the 18th of November. The most enormous gull, with a wingspan huge and geometric, glides over in pale blue morning skies. It is bright but cold, fingertips tingle. At Mum's, the pond is crystal clear and still, save for the gentle pattering ripples on the surface from the solar-powered fountain. Below, Water soldiers hold firm and march new recruits, filling space. Clusters of blades of green reach towards the surface, but over winter will stay beneath. Colour and flowers still come. A miniature fuchsia with the tiniest of flowers is full of pinprick purple and pink. Tall stands of dried carrot surround an old cherry tree stump. Thick clusters at their tops, homes to all manner of insects, safe, warm spaces to sleep. At home, high above, the white underbellies of gulls flash silver in the sky. The garden is touched less and less by sun in these later days. The northeast side gets a strip of bathing light by afternoon. Cold shadows cling to the rest. Wednesday the 19th of November. No sun all day. Cold seeps into the bones with grey. 
monotonous, there is no discernment in the sky. Squinting, looking up, I try to find breaks in cloud or edges, depth, anything. But all is flat. Fields are full of grey bodies like large, slowly moving boulders. Hundreds of wood pigeons have descended and are heads down, concentrated on eating, eating, eating. Newly sown seed is being gorged fastidiously. They move in strangely hypnotic fashion, slow and without seeming to notice one another, and yet staying clear of crossing paths. Two jackdaws stroll side by side across a road and back again, in no hurry, about their own business. There appears to be gentle chatter between them as they cross back and forth for no reason I can see. Just company. Great pools of brown tannin lie beneath trees. Blackbirds rustle and forage among the gentle, dying foliage, flicking it aside with their beaks and rummaging beneath for things to eat. The smokebush has metamorphosed in colour from deep, rich purple to thick, cherry red. More daisies have appeared, out of time. They elicit a strange feeling of dissonance, the cold and gloomy day of winter marked with these summer flowers. A wasp buzzes around by the front door. There is sun here, and the wall is warm, until night, when the rain comes. Thursday the 20th of November Robin at first dull light on the feeder Red breast muted in the dim morning The cotoneaster is bright with huge clusters of shining red berries that gleam in the sun Branches are weighted by the fruits and bend and sway The tree is full of birds feasting Small movements are everywhere among the leaves Wood pigeons, starlings, blue tits, great tits, goldfinch. It is a grand, all-you-can-eat buffet. Just less than half a ghost moon hangs in the sky. The wisteria trails a bridal train of delicate leaves fallen below. A pair of jackdaws fly together across the blue. Back and forth many times over the day. It is the jackdaw with the one lazy leg that hangs as it flies, and a partner, it seems. A happy sighting. A north wind still blows cold. Despite the sun, the temperature has dropped. A fat pigeon hogs the feed tray. A collared dove below pecking at food kicked overboard. The pigeon's neck shimmers mermaid tail colours of blue and green in the sunlight. In my lunch break, in hat, gloves, scarf and coat, I step outside to breathe crisp, cold air. I refill the water bowls that serve as drinking and bathing places for birds and mammals. Everything is damp from last night's rain. A long leg of bramble has twisted and curled through holly. Glossy dark green leaves, some spiked, some smooth-edged, bright red berries standing among. The sun is warm on my face, but my fingertips are frozen.
The pyracanther, which normally sports yellow berries, has no fruit this year. Its red counterpart, though, is a firework of flame. The apple tree bears only four fruits. An apple halfway between an eater and a cooker. Its taste a glorious, sharp tang which fills the mouth with freshness and life. There is a roar of wind as it picks up and pushes roughly through trees. Sounds like waves pulling thick foam across shingle. The left arm of my coat gets caught on a bramble. It feels as if the outside world is pulling at me to stay. But the sun has fallen behind a cloud and it is so cold. Friday the 26th of November Winter has walked into our world with confident strides. Gulls wheel high against morning grey clouds. They soar and turn and spiral above shops and houses, landing momentarily on red-tiled rooftops. The clouds are all shades and depths of grey, moving, roiling, morphing one into the other. They fill the sky. There is no sun. And the north still brings a sharp turn of cold. High in bare branches, jackdaws sit. Black, sleek shapes, silhouetted, hunched against the weather. A new temporary line of trees has appeared. Miniature firs, young and full of green. Christmas trees held aloft and adorning shop fronts. Sparkling with false glowworms, twinkling lights dipping in and out of darkening afternoon. I wonder what the town birds make of these transient trees. There is the smallest break of sun, momentarily coating the wet pavements with a shine. Warmth seen through the windows of work. Fleeting, then darkness comes. A sudden crowding in of cloud and with it rain again. At first, a gentle tapping on glass panes. Flecks of droplets lightly blurring. And then a crashing. Water is thrown angrily from the sky, heavy, hurtling and whipped by wind. The noise, tremendous. I leave for home in dark and drive up the hill in bruised purple. There are no stars to see. Saturday the 27th of November. The morning sky is stacked with mountain ranges. Peaks of cloud in fore, mid and background, all in shades of purple and yellow. Each layer of sky moves quickly, crossing in front and over each other. Breath puffs out in dragon clouds. Wet ice covers my windshield, falling away easily with the wipers with dull thuds. All colour has been stolen away. The beautiful corridors of golden leaves that lined the roads a week ago are gone. There are not even the great puddles and lakes of russet and yellow on the ground. Instead, tannin and damp seep into the green. Rain, short and light as I drive. From my mum's kitchen window, an old apple tree is alive with the movement of blue tits and goldfinches. A bedraggled collared dove perches on a fence post. 
occasional shake and fluff of feather, then reposition and hunker down again. We are down to two degrees Celsius by day. The afternoon brings more rain and with it a strengthening wind. Here, in the east of England, we have been relatively sheltered from Hurricane Arwen, but his bite chews more heavily by early evening. Trees and hedges shake and the wind howls a warning cry through the rain. Sunday the 28th of November. It is zero degrees Celsius when I leave for work. Jack Frost has visited and left beautiful crackle ferns climbing up my windshield. I blow on my fingers to warm them and they instantly tingle with cold again when I stop. It is bright, a perfect winter's day, crisp and blue. Sun glare on roads dangerously hinders sight. We must remember again how to navigate the winter in safety. Cheeks glow red when coming indoors. The drop in temperature is the main topic of conversation for the day. People come and go in hats, gloves, scarves and winter coats. Rugby games have been called short to spare young bare knees from frosted grass. It is pitch black when I leave, my breath travelling before my speech in white clouds. Along rural lanes it is only the stars that can be seen. The rest of the world is hidden, cloaked in night. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.